When it comes to building hospitals, the amenities are hotel-like, with private rooms and plasma screen TVs. And these aren't just adults getting this type of customer-friendly care, but children as well. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune. And with me today from Chicago's north side is Bruce Comiskey, Chief of New Hospital Design and Construction at Children's Memorial Hospital in Chicago. Uh, Mr. Comiskey is a specialist at building children's hospitals. He's currently the lead executive at a plan to build a new 22-story Children's Memorial Hospital in Chicago near Northwestern Memorial Hospital downtown Chicago from its longtime location in Chicago's Northside Lincoln Park neighborhood. But that's not all. He's been doing this for more than 20 years designing and building children's hospitals, including the Maria Ferrari Children's Hospital in Valhalla, New York. Mr. Comiskey, welcome. Hi. So tell us, what are communities looking at when they want a new children's hospital? They want not only the most up-to-date, modern, efficient institution, but they want a place that is a healing environment, that is uplifting, that takes the fear factor out of a child's admission to a hospital, and and substitutes it with an expression of excitement, enthusiasm, when they have to go to that hospital. And that sounds kind of bizarre, but if you really do it right and and children have a chance to tour hospitals before they ever need them, it can actually be accomplished. In children's hospitals, it may surprise people that there are still hospitals out there that have not only two adults per room, but two children to a room. So you might have some cases where if you have a full hospital that you might have a small child, a toddler, in the same room as maybe somebody who's 12 or 13. So can you tell us some of the developments that are going to alleviate that going forward with uh, private rooms and, and other things? Sure. First of all, all of the hospitals being designed and built today, with very few exceptions, are all private rooms. And we've, we've finally learned that there's more than creature comforts involved, that there's uh, efficiency, there's the ability to utilize all of the rooms regardless of the different disease categories, there's infection control issues. So that that is no longer an issue. If you're building a hospital today, it will be all private rooms, unless it's a very unique specialty hospital. Secondly, a children's hospital is even a little bit more different than a traditional hospital in that you're not just providing a location for the child, but you're also accommodating their parents. So the room's got to be big enough for at least one parent to spend the night and to live in that space with the child if they so choose to do that. And then on top of that, there's a host of other amenities that that are necessary to really care for children, such as child life rooms, a place for them to play, places for them to experience as much as possible activities of daily living, even classrooms, so that they, if they're in a hospital for a long period of time, they don't have to miss out on their schoolwork. So it's it's a very different environment than just clinically efficient space. How many hospitals out there still do not have private rooms? The problem is that you've got hospitals that average in age from, you know, brand new to some hospitals have been around for over 100 years. So it's not an easy thing to just say, all right, let's get rid of our semi-private or multiple bedrooms because of the fixed cost of the of the capital. But having said that, I don't know of any new hospital being built that isn't planning for all private rooms. There was finally a lot of studies done, evidence-based design, trying to justify it, but it it really is just catching up to where the industry is. Well, could you tell us about some of your recent project in uh, University of California, San Francisco, when you look at the figure 1.2 billion, it catches your eyes instantly, like maybe some of the amenities that they had in that hospital 
that they didn't have before. I mean, because you talk about academic medical centers, you're usually talking about large, unwieldy places. Well, uh, first of all, that project is still in the planning phase. And, and one of the reasons it is, is because of the incredible costs, and in particular in the California environment. Because of the seismic issues, there's a whole different level of review that has to occur. And with escalation as incredibly high as it is today in, in escalation inflation, the numbers keep getting beyond what the budgets of most of the institutions are. So the process keeps going around and around, and unfortunately the, the project doesn't get built in a timely fashion because of that, that scope. But, but in general, I mean, the hospitals that are being built, uh, the, the most recent hospital we, we did in, in Westchester is a really uplifting environment. It's got a stage in the lobby. It's got a 6,000-gallon water feature. It's got uh, the world's largest dollhouse. It's got a real fire truck. And all of these features are, are brought to that hospital because elements of the community wanted to get involved. So we incorporated them in the project, in the design, without any additional expense. The fire department brought the fire truck. We had a donor who was excited and passionate about the water feature. We had another group that was committed to building a world-class art collection without any cost to the project. So it's really a celebration of that particular community, and it also then takes what would be normal interior design and steps it up four or five different levels. That's interesting. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Bruce Comiskey, Chief of New Hospital Design and Construction at Children's Memorial Hospital in Chicago, where they're building a new children's hospital that will meet the challenges of the complex care of treating today's pediatric patients. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. The show is Inside Healthcare, and this is ReachMD Channel 157. And we're talking about children's hospitals and some of the amenities that we're seeing in these facilities. And uh, Mr. Comiskey brings up a very interesting point about how people are getting involved in the community where if you have donors who want to donate artwork and so forth, I understand that in some of these new children's facilities, you know, you talk about market research being done, that you actually get children involved in the building of these hospitals. Absolutely. And just about every project I've ever done, we've had kids' advisory councils, which we have at Children's Memorial Hospital. And they're usually children of anywhere from 8, 9, 10, as, as high as 17, 18. And they're children who have experienced care in this hospital on many, many occasions. Some people call them frequent flyers, where they have chronic diseases or issues that, that require them to be in and out of the hospital over the course of their childhood. And if you want experts, they are the experts. They really know what it's like. They know the subtleties of what works, what doesn't work, what they want to see in a room. And they really do have a dramatic impact on the design of the project. That's fascinating. What are some of the things they tell you? I mean, you've been involved in hospital projects in New York and in California, across the country, even around the world. What are some of the things that kids complain about in some of the older designs that maybe that they would like to see improved? Space is for their parents to be there if they so choose to be there and, and to not just sort of be in a recliner, but to really have appropriate space, ideally to have a refrigerator in the room if it's possible. And we're looking at more and more hospitals doing that, even though there's some complexities involved. Certainly being able to, to have the total access to the Internet and the flat screen TV experience. And again, that's now almost a standard in new hospitals that are being designed for the future. Just to give you an example, at, at Children's Memorial Hospital, two of our kids from the Kids Advisory Council sat on the overall approval board committee for the exterior design of the hospital with all of the senior management and all of the key board members and philanthropists. They had an equal say in looking at our design process and commenting on it. And 
and I would have to say they were as articulate as any any member of the committee in influencing the design direction. And my understanding, I've I've been to other hospitals in Chicago, also the University of Chicago hospitals, the Comer Children's Hospital. They the amenities are such with the flat screen TVs and so forth that the kids don't want to leave. Some people say that, but as as wonderful as the hospital environment is, there's still nothing like home, and I, I would still find it very difficult for any kid when they're finally able to go home that they wouldn't want to. But having said that, the experience we had in, in the, the hospital we completed in Westchester, we had a, a cardiac patient who was in the old hospital, moved into the new hospital, and had a, a wonderful experience, went home, and unfortunately, there was a complication with her procedure, and the doctor called her mother and told her she was going to have to be readmitted. The mother was distressed and having to go back and, and talk to her 12-year-old and say, you have to go back to the hospital. And to her surprise, when she said that, her, her child's eyes lit up. She got excited. She wanted to get back to the art studio. She wanted to see some of the staff that she had missed in the couple of weeks that she had been out. So the experience can really change how children look at going to the hospital, which actually enhances the healing process. If, if you don't have that fear factor, when you're faced with going into that hospital, there's a big barrier that's been overcome right at the start. Well, you bring up an interesting point in the fact that you've been doing this for a long time and building new children's hospitals. Are there any sort of studies or measures out there improving the quality or reducing length of stay or or anything where they've been able to measure. It's all about measuring in healthcare today. Absolutely. And what, again, most uh, hospital projects are at least considering at the completion of a project is a post-occupancy evaluation. We were very fortunate. We had a Ph.D. student express interest in our project, and she started living with the patients and the staff three years before we were even thinking about where we were in the planning process. And she she went through the entire experience and then did multiple surveys of patients, staff, children, families to, to determine high level of detail what impacts they had on all of the, the different constituencies after the building was complete. And I think we learned a lot from it, and hopefully it will contribute to others as they move forward. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Bruce Comiskey, Chief of New Hospital Design and Construction at Children's Memorial Hospital in Chicago, where they're building a new children's hospital that will meet the challenges of the complex care of treating today's pediatric patients. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. The show is Inside Healthcare, and this is ReachMD Channel 157. And we're talking about children's hospitals and some of the amenities that we're seeing in these facilities. Is there anything that you see down the road? Or if you could tell us a little bit about you did a project overseas are they looking at anything with children's hospitals overseas that they aren't in the U.S., or is there anything different that they're looking at, or is it similar? I had a wonderful opportunity to spend nine months in the Middle East in, in the country of Qatar, and uh, they are building a brand-new women's and children's hospital. Cesar Pelli was their design architect. And the, the interesting thing, with, with very few exceptions all over the world, is most people prize the American healthcare facilities, equipment, as one of the best things that you, as, you could aspire to doing. We have a lot of problems with our healthcare system as far as the economics and access and other issues, but when it does come to what people are looking for in other parts of the world, we are usually looked at as the model, and that's exactly what happened in the Middle East. They, they wanted an American medical school, which while Cornell is, is serving in that role over there, they wanted an American education for their students, medical education, and they wanted an American experience in a hospital environment for their people who live in the country. And that's what's being designed as we speak. Are there any specific 
things that in this day and age, the amenities at hospitals that that they can't deliver because of certain guidelines and so forth? I can't think of anything that would fit in that category off the top of my head. I think, you know, the the guidelines are supportive. If you're innovative, you're you're talking about new technology, most environments are are receptive. If you make a good case and you've got patient safety in in all all elements of your planning process, and that's never been a restriction that I've seen. Well, you've been listening to Bruce Comiskey, who is the Chief of Hospital Design and Construction at Children's Memorial Hospital in Chicago, where they will next year break ground on a brand new children's hospital. We've been talking about all of the hotel-like amenities that children's hospitals are getting, just like new adult hospitals. You've been listening to Inside Healthcare, on ReachMD, channel 157, the channel for medical professionals. For questions and comments, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And I want to thank you for listening.